Welcome back. Now, inflation has hit 5.9% in October, up from 5.4% previously. This marks the biggest monthly increase in three months and was largely driven by increases in food inflation and additional transport costs. Inflation now sits at the upper end of the Saab's 3 to 6% target range. Joining us with his analysis of the print and how it's likely to influence the upcoming MPC decision is Kevin Lings, Chief Economist at Standard. Kevin, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Ooh, I'm battling to hear Kevin now. Uh, Kevin, can we try again? Uh, can you yes, hear me now? I can hear you perfectly. Fantastic, Kevin. We knew because we saw in, uh, the petrol price shoot up in October that we would see an uptick. I'm wondering if we did expect an uptick of 5.9%. Yeah, so the petrol price obviously playing a role in the October number, but um, I didn't think that that would be enough to push inflation up to where it is now. And so there are other factors at play here. Uh, and also, I'm not too concerned about the petrol price because subsequent to that, we've had a petrol price reduction and we should actually get another reduction next month. So I think the petrol component of the inflation basket should actually ease over the next two data uh, prints that we get. To me, more of the concern is is this renewed pressure in the food category, uh, which which clearly some of it relates to the poultry industry, but but not all of it. And so that has to be a worry. And there would be some seasonal elements. And then the second element is is this big increase in hotel prices. Now, hotel isn't a big category, right? It's it's a fairly small, it, it contributes about 1% of the total index. So it's not a huge category, but it went up 9.7% in the month. So that's a monster increase. And, and clearly there's some opportunistic prices going on in the hotel industry. So there are a little bit of concern within the data when you analyze the subcategories. It is a, a very interesting one because, I mean, when we speak about these other food items, of course, uh, with poultry, we have an avian flu uh, and the poultry industry really battling uh, to make ends meet. And so I guess that makes complete sense. But let's speak about the other uh, food items, uh, you know, because uh, then, Kevin, that, that one doesn't necessarily make sense. But you have mentioned issues of seasonality. Yeah, so our inflation data is not seasonally adjusted. Mm -hmm. So so when we have seasonal patterns, they do affect the numbers. And we see that particularly when it comes to fruit and vegetable prices. And typically at this stage of the year, you do get an increase. And those increases carry on all the way into, into December because there tends to be a, a little bit more demand at that time. Um, and obviously, uh, some of it depends on what's happening to international prices and export prices. So, so you could argue, yes, there is a seasonal factor that's going on here a little bit but clearly um this is this is uncomfortable now and and we know that food inflation has been elevated for some time we hope that it uh, comes down further but you know there is this global el nino effect we are worried about weather patterns generally and so uh, you know we can't get entirely confident that food inflation is going to dissipate and and it's a big component of the index and this time around, it had a big effect. So a little bit uncomfortable, and I'd be nervous about food inflation going forward. I must ask you, Kevin, how often do we see, uh, you know, the price of food items actually uh, falling? Uh, you know, that tomato sauce would be 15 rand this month and then 12 rand next month. Do we see that uh, happening often or maybe it was certain category of foods? 
No, we don't see it that often, um, especially if it's processed food. Those prices very, very seldom actually go negative or see a decline. Where we can see a decline is is in the unprocessed, where you've got actually dependent on commodity prices in effect. Then, yes, you can see actual prices decline. Um, but it's it's very rare that South Africa's food inflation in total uh, starts to decline. All we get is an is a slower rate of increase and and that's that's the hope the hope is that food inflation moderates and we get a slower pace of increase next year now we need that number to be well below six percent in order to feel comfortable that inflation is under control because it's a very big part of the basket and 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 ordinarily you would say yes that's very likely but we can't be confident about the, the weather patterns, particularly given climate change dynamics. And so we're going to remain nervous that uh, food inflation doesn't dissipate. And this latest number would would confirm that we need to ma- remain nervous. And at any point, you can have a disruption to one or two key categories of food output, in this case, the poultry industry, mm-hmm. and it can have a sizable effect. I mean, uh, we know that the poultry industry uh, issue isn't actually behind us. Speaking to Astral Foods earlier this week, they've reiterated uh, that, Kevin. And so I'm wondering that as we head into the MPC tomorrow, uh, you know, what kind of a decision-making metrics will the uh, the MPC have to contend with, considering what you said about fuel, that, that, you know, that increase was not sustainable and we are seeing that move in a different direction. But, of course, we are sitting with, uh, you know, other issues like climate change, which are posing quite a bit of a risk. So, look, I think the the MPC would have anticipated some acceleration in the inflation rate. I've got no doubt this this latest increase would have exceeded their expectations. Also, some of the subcomponents would worry them, things like the hotel inflation, that is opportunistic pricing and and not ideal under these circumstances. The fact that inflation is now at 5.9%, that's, that's very close to the top end of the target. And so... You know, we were expecting a, a fairly uh, easy decision where rates were re- that rates would remain on hold. I think this is going to be a nervous decision. I think that it's not going to be unanimous. I guess on balance, we would still hope that rates remain unchanged. But I think you're going to see the Reserve Bank um, talk tough about inflation, at least. I think it will be a split vote. There will be members uh, probably looking for an interest rate hike. Uh, it's not impossible that we get an interest rate hike. And I think that the message from the Reserve Bank is going to be very clear that we haven't got inflation yet fully under control. We can't, we're not even close to considering a cut in interest rates. That's a long way off. And clearly, there's still too many pressure points and too many risks. And I just need to add on top of that, you know, at any point, you've got the risk of the currency adding to to the pressure we've seen. So so I think you're going to see a tough, um, hawkish message from the Reserve Bank. They may not hike in the end, uh, but I think it's going to leave markets nervous that uh, there's still more work to be done to get inflation fully under control. Certainly not what we expected uh, to hear at this time of the year, Kevin, but I'd like to thank you so much. It's always a pleasure uh, hearing from you. That was Kevin Lings. He's a chief economist at Standard.